Welcome to the Bedpost Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Erin Pym. Uh, here at the podcast, I like to invite guests and performers from my stage show that I run here in Toronto and beyond into the studio to indulge me in a more in-depth conversation about sex and sexuality. This week, uh, I have someone that... have you. You haven't done my stage show yet, I don't not think. Yet. Um, not yet. <laughs> but I'm hoping. <laughs> Please welcome to the mic, comedic performer and pod- fellow podcaster on my network, the Sonar Network, Cody Crane. Hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, thank goodness we practiced that. <laughs> How's it going, buddy? It's good, yeah. It's a beautiful sunny day here. Oh, yeah. We just experienced a flash flood. Um, (laughs) Yeah, we both maybe were not going to come. I was like, if it was any other guest but Cody, like this would be a big issue. But I'm like, Cody will be there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Rain or shine, I'll be there. I never have anything else to do. (laughs) Rain or shine, Cody Crane. Um, And so you will just met. uh, Do you want to tell how we know each other? Maybe just so people get an idea of like who you are and maybe why you're here with me today. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we met uh, probably about a year ago. Probably today. I I think this is <laughs> our, our anniversary. <laughs> this is our anniversary. <laughs> What'd you get me? An espresso? Yeah, an espresso, nothing. <laughs> Fine espresso. Mm, espresso nothing. <laughs> I drank mm. it all, but it's yours. Thank you. Um, yeah, we met a year ago today um, <laughs> when we were uh, discussing uh, the Sonar Network. We yeah. had like a, a fun like uh, family uh, meeting with uh, Mike. Uh, Mike Monjardi. Yeah, and uh, Griffin. Yeah. And uh, Nilu. Yeah. And... Uh, the two of us. And us, yeah. I was <laughs> like, there are two more people there. <laughs> yeah. mm, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and you're you're one of the people. You're one of the head people that uh, put this whole Sonar Network thing together. Yeah. yeah. It was an idea, and we, <laughs> went, an and, idea. And we went with it. <laughs> and it's happening. Yeah. Um, and your podcast is Spooked. Yeah. The, yeah. Uh, the spookiest podcast in all of Toronto. Everyone agrees. <laughs> I don't even know why I'm saying it. You all know. <laughs> we already know, Cody. Yeah. We already know. Um, and uh, I'm curious, what, let's talk about me. Uh, what <laughs> What made you uh, want Bedpost to be a part of the network? Because in general, it's more of like a comedy network. Yeah. Like, je- kind of. Yeah. At this point, I think it's expanding into yeah. kind of more different things. But at the beginning, it's kind of a comedy network. Yeah, when we started out, uh, I don't think that was our uh, plan mm-hmm. kind of thing. We wanted to create like a nice kind of community of all uh, podcasts that like kind of like create that family environment. One of our big things with the podcast were we wanted to have those hangouts and just be like, everyone's like, yes, we like this. We can be together as a family. So I and I think all of our hosts together now still have that. Yeah. Uh, so it's 
great. And then for your podcast, I well, the first time I listened to it, loved it. Mm. I I gotta say. That's no secret. Yeah. Loved it. Loved it. <laughs> Thank you. And then I think that it was a good balance. Um, you're a funny person. Oh. I, I'm going to call you a comedian. Oh, right now. okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it's still a comedy. Never. Yeah. But like I'm, yeah, like my fiance is, um, well, husband by the time this airs probably, um, <laughs> is is in the comedy community. So yeah, it makes sense. I, and I uh, interview a lot of comedians and stuff. Um, like yourself, you know, yeah. and we talk about sex. Comedians can still have uh, really cool conversations about sex. So, yeah, yeah. I think that when you look at, uh, I think this podcast has such a cool thing to add to the network. Where if you have all of the guests on there and like you're sick of seeing these guests do dumb improv, you go <laughs> onto your show and actually learn about them and see them talk about something interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're sick of listening to hours of improv, which I know you are. <laughs> this is the podcast to be. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> and one of the fun things I liked that we did, that you did, you and Mike did, um, was create a website where, uh, because we do have a lot of common guests. Yeah. So create a website where, like, if you like a guest on one of the podcasts on the network, you can see the other podcasts in the network that they've done. So you can watch, like, four episodes about Shanti Morostica or, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. Yeah. Love and it. That was the big thing that I wanted to have. When we were talking about the network, I wanted to have that kind of connectivity. Yeah. So then when we were creating this website, I had to creep like 300 people and add them onto this website. But my favorite one was <laughs> Facebook creeping your mom to get a picture of <laughs> Marianne Pam episode, I don't know, like seven or something. Yeah. And immediately I was like, well, I'm creeping. Well, I this might is as well my life listen now. to the full episode and learn everything about My mom's so adorable. Yeah, she like did an episode where she was um, like kind of in a professional context, like where she talked about different kind of sexual disorders and stuff like that. Um, oh, and she's just so cute. Like it was over Skype um, and she like had her notes out. Out and like oh it's just so precious and that was we talked about our story as like a mother and daughter like a little bit and like yeah I I'm really I'm so she, I'm always so um, impressed by her um, and just how open she is and uh, to all of my stuff and like like she's she's my number one fan for sure. And that says a lot of about how cool she because is. Because I'm a pretty big fan, so that says a lot. Yeah, so big fan, Mom. <laughs> um, so, okay, Cody, one of the reasons that I wanted you on the podcast is because you recently told me that you're on the ace spectrum, on the asexuality spectrum. Yeah. Yeah. And given that this is a claim where I don't make a lot of research, but, <laughs> but I'm hearing things and I'm feeling connected. <laughs> Great. <laughs> um, but I mean, um, yeah, and you mentioned to me that you're kind of like um, just kind of exploring that. Uh, I don't know yeah. how, how early on it is kind of in your journey or whatever, but um, I think it's important to have people like you talking about um, you know, being confused about their sexuality and like kind of being in it rather than like, I'm a representative of, you know, asexuality or whatever it, and, and I know everything about it. It's like important to talk to people who are figuring it all out. So 
I'm happy that you're here today. Yeah, well, I'm happy to be here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so why don't we then um, kind of talk about uh, where that kind of started for you? And when you, I guess, when you first started to think that there was something different about you sexually? Yeah, well, I think it's something that kind of clicked more recently than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, my last relationship I was in was like a year and a bit ago, mm-hmm. but we were in a relationship for almost three years, uh, like living together and everything. Uh, but I realized that like, because we moved in together after two months. Wow. Right? That's fast. Yeah. And the one before that, uh, that uh, the person I dated before that we moved in together, or we're going to move in together after a month. Wow! Right. So I started being like, well, "Why is this happening so fast? And why does this not mean anything to me?" Interesting to do this, right? And then I was, I thought about it, and it's because I don't think about kind of like emotional attachment or anything like that. It's all like economical to me. I'm yeah. just like. Logically, if we live together, we're we both going to save money. We're going to save money, yeah. and this is going to be great, right? And not thinking about anything else. So, w- when other people were kind of like questioning, like, "Oh, wasn't that like kind of like fast to move in?" I was just like, "Oh, like why? Like I don't get in, it." In like, what way do you mean that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It just it makes sense, right? You're living together, you're buying groceries, you're cooking together, and everything. Like, you're having great camaraderie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and who wouldn't want that? Yeah. Like, as soon as possible. <laughs> yeah. And did you... Um, what What about the girls that you dated? What did they think of, like, this kind of pattern of moving in really quickly? Or Well, actually, this is a part that I can't explain yet, is yeah. I'm never the one to suggest it. Interesting. So, I don't know... And it could be something about me where because like maybe I'm I don't know, maybe I'm just I'm there, I'm warm yeah. kind of thing. Like I'm just there for them in a way and not worrying about anything else. So Like I'd, there's a safety yeah, there. There's like a So they can kind of get that attachment quicker, maybe? I don't know though. I I'm honestly not sure about that, but... It, <laughs> I mean, you're adorable, yeah, so yeah, there's that. I want to see him every day. <laughs> <laughs> I want him in my life. <laughs> um, and did you... So once you were like, hmm, there's something to this kind of pattern that I'm starting to develop, did you like talk to anybody about it or like look anywhere to kind of figure out, what is this? No, I'm... One of the, one of the big things about this is what you got to know. Okay, yeah. everyone, jot this down at home. <laughs> Get out your pens. Um, I don't often talk about myself in any kind of like personal level or anything like that. But I do think about it, and I have those like kind of self discoveries, introspection. But, yeah. So doing those kind of things of like talking with other people. It's almost uncomfortable in a, in a way, unless I'm doing it in like a stand-up format or something like that. Right. So, yeah, it's a, a lot of just like if I'm like meditating or like doing yoga or just like sitting in a park and just like pondering with my mm, thoughts. My life. <laughs> yeah. mm. With my Nespresso. Mm. My Nafi. Nafi. <laughs> <laughs> um, when did you kind of realized that asexuality or being asexual was a thing like 
did you, where were you exposed to maybe another person or another representation of asexuality? Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm trying to think of when it happened. There's been like your podcast is actually one of them. Like I listened to that oh, episode. And yeah. Holly Wider yeah. is, is one other guest that I had talk about like a really in-depth conversation about uh, asexuality. Yeah. yeah. The ace spectrum. So when you have that kind of like open in different uh, formats, it's just like kind of like a, kind of like a combination of uh, things almost. And I know that um, I can't think of, uh, the wording for this, but I know that it's a different thing as well. And I kind of like connected to this a little bit with, um, she's got to have it. The TV show, mm-hmm. uh, that's on Netflix. Uh, watch it now. Netflix. <laughs> um, nothing. I'm espresso. I have, sorry, finish your joke. Making it visual. <laughs> Um, what, tell me about that show. I don't, I'm not familiar with it. Yeah. So basically, um, the lead character, um, is dating multiple people, Mm -hmm. um, uh, kind of like polyamorous. Yep. Uh, but, um, just falling in love with, uh, personalities or attracted by personalities. Demisexual. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Demisexual is, um, I think it is uh, on the ace spectrum, and it's where the you can only form like uh, sexual attract atta- um, attraction for people once you develop like an emotional connection or a personality connection. Like you've really got to know a person mm. before you have sex with them or want to have sex with them. Mm. So it's like I'm attract. It's like I'm attracted to their personality. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you're attracted to, or that's where the the connection starts yeah. with you. Yeah, you that, would never find a stranger sexy, for for example. That really you, connects with me. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because when I'm, yeah, I I need to be in the friend zone first. Yeah. <laughs> so anyone is just put me in the friend zone. Yeah, you're the okay. one person that wants to be in the friend zone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because there is yeah, um, and, and there's something that's kind of related to demisexual that's like gray, uh, gray, a gray, asexual that is kind of in that gray area, clearly, mm. um, between like, uh, being asexual and being a sexual person. Mm. Cause it's a huge spectrum. Yeah. Very huge spectrum. We're talking pre podcast that we're like, any questions that are like, do asexuals date? Do asexuals masturbate? Mm. Do asexuals feel romantic connection? The answer is always going to be some do, some don't. And are we on the record right now? <laughs> yes. Because I masturbate. <laughs> Nothing. Um. <laughs> I was expecting a studio applause. <laughs> you don't have that program. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, so so I guess tell me a little bit about your your particular brand of of aceness, asexuality, because it's different for everyone. Yeah, how they um, experience it. Yeah, because I the thing that I'm confused about mm-hmm. uh, a lot of the time is just not knowing if I experience love in general to. Um, in a romantic setting, like mm-hmm. romantic love. 
uh, because when I'm moving in with these people and I'm thinking like, oh, this is going to be great. I get to like hang out with someone every day. And yeah, this like, person I like a lot. Yeah, yeah. It's like this is a great person, but like I, I feel like that, like people that I meet after two days or whatever and being like, oh, like, I really got to know this person. Like, I almost feel as strongly towards them or, like, towards, like, friends or whatever as... Or a long-term partner. Yeah. Interesting. That is interesting because the other thing to kind of talk about is, like, a lot of asexual people will say, um, will identify, like, this is how I identify sexually as asexual and this is how I identify romantically. So mm-hmm. like hetero romantic, homo romantic, bi romantic, pan romantic, or aromantic, aromantic, yeah. which is no romantic attraction to just like asexual is no sexual attraction to other people. Aromantic is no um, romantic feelings for yeah. another person, and you can have one and not have the other, and or be anywhere on that spectrum. Um, yeah, so like that's the romantic component you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So not not totally sure if that's a thing for you or not. Yeah, because like I um I've had just as much love uh for a man at one point, but mm-hmm. not want to do anything sexually. Mm-hmm. So which isn't fair for that uh, man. <laughs> 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 I mean, if you're both on board, then yeah. then yeah. great. If it's a consensual <laughs> setup, then yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's kind of just you feel, yeah, you feel similarly between, you know, say different genders possibly or different uh, um, levels of mm. of intimacy or contact. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's kind exactly. of like almost feels like a go with the flow kind of thing where it's like if I'm like, oh, you want this? Well, it doesn't make a difference to me, so I so guess we'll sure. do this. Yeah, kind of thing. yeah, is that, um, yeah, so if we're talking about, like, say, relationships you've had in the past, if you've been dating people mm. and stuff like that, is that a thing that you have done in relationships or just, like, you want to do the thing and I like you so and I want you to be happy, so, yeah, I'll do whatever you whatever you want, maybe. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Like, you're kind of mutable in that it's like okay well i don't care one way or the other i kind of feel neutral about about the thing so like sure i'll do that for you yeah because i like you yeah you know and i've definitely uh felt that before where like if if someone um if someone asks me out and like and i'm like yeah sure like i'll go I'll go on that date every time. I'll go on that date because I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, why why not? Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. So then I've gotten into relationships through that. Like, if they keep on asking on the date, then You'll I'll... just keep saying yes. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, I like hanging out with this person, so... Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that that's a real thing for sure. Like, something that I find attractive in people is their level of attractiveness for me. Like if there's if someone's showing me interest, I'm don't take this as a <laughs> <laughs> You are going down a dark path right now. <laughs> Nobody But like if somebody's showing interest in me, then I'm like, oh okay. I see that. Twenty and like, people just lined up here with flowers and <laughs> <laughs> At our like speaker's corner storefront here. Remember? Did you ever watch like Electric Circus and like Speaker's Corner and shit? Well, Are I you wa- that old? I watched uh like the <laughs> much music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 What 
Uh, the much music. The, yeah, yeah, I watched the much music. Me and my cousin were crazy about Electric Circus because um. we were just we just want to be strippers. And that's just like uh, like something that happened at Much Music, like in the same studio. I'm sure where it was just like a nightclub, but like it broadcasted that at all times of the day of people just like being sexy and like fashionable and like just dancing, like just very funny. Anyways, sidebar. Um, <laughs> um, so uh, have you? found um well first i'll just ask you've had sexual experiences with people yeah yeah and what are do you generally feel how do you generally feel about your sexual experiences you've had with people <laughs> it's good <laughs> <laughs> great <laughs> um no like, yeah yeah like i'm just curious about you know what might be going on in your head at a particular time yeah. if something sexually is happening because I, what I like is knowing people, right? So yeah. if I'm getting to know people and that's what really makes me happy is to be able to really know someone. Yeah. So like when you're having sex with someone, you're getting to know them further yes. than anyone else is. So that's the experience that I like is I'm knowing more about a person. Yeah, yeah. So, you're seeing them. Yeah, you're seeing them in this new way, like this yeah. vulnerable way, right? Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's totally true for sex. Like you, you really see a person like no walls or like filters down often. Yeah, because yeah. I, don't, I don't think you truly know someone until that moment. Yeah, there are. Well, yeah. I mean, there are lots of times where I'm just like, let's have sex because uh, how else do I know I like you? Yeah. <laughs> like that's how I that's how I find that out. Yeah. <laughs> and then you and after not for me. No, nope, no, nope, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I break a lot of hearts probably that way. But but <laughs> like, do you ever vocalize like not for me and just walk out and that's the last time they've ever seen you? <laughs> in the room but like uh, the next day like or a couple days later or me or or like over text or something yeah. or if like they try i my i sometimes wait like especially now that it's just like casual stuff and like they're not in love with me like i'm not really breaking these people um <laughs> but like yeah i'll wait until the next time they like ask me out and then i'll be like at that point yeah i'll try to like just be like mm. I don't know what I say. It's t it's tough. Like, because you want to be a little truthful. Like, we didn't connect, or like, we didn't gel, or the you know the chemistry or whatever needs to be there wasn't there. Um, but you don't want to you don't want to like leave the person worse off than when you like when you met them. Like yeah. then before you know you don't want to like just just tear people apart. Like so, it's just like oh yeah, well I. I'm not really, you know, see, having new partners right now and like, or whatever, yeah. you know, like just try to like, <laughs> have you ever, okay, here's a, here's a question. Have you ever, I'm sure you have had this conversation with a partner and, and how has it kind of been received? I mean, I feel like there's so much that I just can't explain at this point. Yeah. So I don't know. I've definitely had a conversation to this extent, but I blacked it out. I have no recollection. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I don't know. Um, I think that uh, a lot of the a lot of the time people will try to explain it in their way that they understand it, but then like, uh -huh. but people just 
sometimes don't and it just doesn't connect with you kind of thing. But also, if I don't have an explanation, then what? there's nothing I'm fighting for. So, <laughs> so you're like, sure. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Once, once again, it's like, sure, whatever you want, baby. <laughs> <laughs> whatever you choose to think. Yeah. Is that something that, are you seeing anyone right now? No. Is this something that you might, like, do you date online? Um, Anything like that? I mean, yeah. So, well, not crazy, but I, I swipe on Tinder. Sure, okay. Yeah, I Is- don't. <laughs> Do you meet people on Tinder? I've I've gone on two Tinder dates. Yeah. One of them, I was like, wow, like I wanna like I don't care like friendship or like dating. Like I just wanna continue like hanging out with this person, you know? And uh I guess that's like just my standpoint on everyone that I like. Yeah. It's like uh, I yes, I wanna see you out. more. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I'd like to have you in my life now. Yeah. yeah. Um and then I got ghosted. Oh, that sucks. But the thing was, and let me let me just air this out right now. <laughs> Please do. So we go on this date, right? Yeah. yeah. And um like the date was basically just walking, right? Yeah. Um and so obviously like we hung we had coffee and she's like, "Oh, do you want to walk me to work?" So like if you want someone to walk you to work, then they have to you don't have to like them, right? Because you're taking them to your workplace, so now they know where you work. True. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and assuming I'm not an insane person, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, but <laughs> then, towards the end of the date, she was like, "Next Friday, we should have brunch and pick the location." Oh wow! She stated it, picked the location, the time, everything, and I was like, "Yeah, great. yeah, that sounds great." Never heard from her again. Oh, what happened? Well, I started doing some Instagram creeping recently because I was like, what happened? What? Yeah, you need, I need to know. I need to find this person. I need less names. And you're not a crazy person, you I, already mentioned, which yeah. is not a red flag in any way yeah. of you actually being a crazy I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy. I could have went to her work, everyone, okay? But instead I Instagram creeped. No. no. <laughs> and what did you find? Um, that she's dating someone else now. Yeah. So she must have been, she, she must yeah. have started seeing someone else. Yeah, right. But why yeah. not just say, I know it's hard, mm-hmm. as I demonstrated earlier, because mm-hmm. you don't exactly know what to say. <laughs> but, like, say, you got to say something. Yeah, you can't just, like, yeah. well, I'm sure everyone ghosts nowadays with all the fucking Tinder and bullshit. But, like, um, yeah, say something. Be respectful. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, you're you're a broken man. Um, is that something you would ever a sex being asexual or on the spectrum? You would ever like write it on a profile on an online profile? No, no, because the thing is that I have to have a halfway decent long conversation before I'll go on a date with anyone. Like just okay, or so- if the bio is good, but I, if there's no bio or anything, then I'm not. But like, yeah, so. Maybe I would. Yeah, I guess I I could I could put that if I was considerate. <laughs> you meditate on it, and yeah. and we'll get back to it. Yeah. Um, I feel like we should probably take a break at this point. Um, in which I'm going to talk about the sponsors a little bit. Um, one is uh, Unicorn Collaborators, which 
Cody, do you like the harness that I'm wearing? Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's by Unicorn Collaborators. They're uh, two fantastic uh, queer unicorns that have been doing leather work here in Toronto for about five years now. They're fantastic fucking people. Um, they love to make products that are fit a variety of body types. They love to do uh, creative custom work with people. Like This is a collaboration that they did um, that is just really cool and unique um, and I wanted to wear it today because I'm do I'm featuring it in a photo shoot because I just really thought it was cool and loved it. Uh, but just to show like how creative you can get and how funny you can get. Uh, and what they would like you to do is go to their Etsy shop, Unicorn Collaborators, uh, or you can DM them on any social media platform. Uh, so Twitter, they're you Collaborators, Instagram, Unicorn Collaborators, um, and their email is unicorncollaborators at gmail.com. So if you're uh, interested in any inquiries, just shoot them a DM. Secondly, Oasis Aqualange, which I was talking to you about uh, before the podcast, I was just at their Sapphic Aquatica event for Pride last night, which is their all-female and trans-identified evening of celebration and uh, lots of different performances and whatnot. I absolutely love Oasis. For those who don't know it, it is a sex club that's located here in Toronto at 231 Mutual Street. Um, they're inclusive of all different types of genders and sexual identities. They're shame-free and judgment-free when it comes to all types of pleasure and play. And they're kind of like a sex-positive hub here in Toronto for sex-positive businesses, educators, and entertainers. So if you're interested to check out what Oasis is all about, uh, go to Oasis aqualounge.com and lastly um, one of the places you can find unicorn collaborators goods is at comeasyour.com we're going to talk about online sex shops in the second half um, this is a fantastic online sex shop um, it is trans owned trans operated they're feminist they're anti-capitalist um, they just love to give really great quality products at the lowest price possible and I have a coupon code so if you want to uh, go on comeasyour.com and check out if you put in the coupon code bedpost B-E-D-P-O-S-T uh, you will get a 15% discount and don't forget that uh, if you're in Canada shipping on orders over $50 is totally free so no no brainer. Go to comeasyour.com. And thank you. And hi. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, buddy. One of the th sponsors that you have kind of procured for our podcast network at one point yeah. was Adam and Eve. Yeah. And they sent you some shit, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> I got some stuff. Like, I got to stuff? pick some stuff out. You know, I, I did one little spree, one little shopping spree. Yeah. But I saw that, like, um, we, well, for one, like, Adam and Eve was such, like, a cool advertiser to get. Because that's one that you see on, like, all the big podcasts and everything. Totally. So when that was a really exciting experience. So yeah. then I was like, wow. Like, Savage Love, like the Dan Savage podcast. Mm -hmm. He has Adam and Eve. And I was like... Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So cool. Yeah. It's like, wow, we've we've made it, everyone. We've made it. Yeah. <laughs> We're big deals. <laughs> so yeah, when um when we got this, I was like, oh, I, I should go on there and pick some stuff out or whatever. Yeah. And I looked at like just like what the discount bundle was. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, this is. I, I was always like, well, maybe I should try a fleshlight out. Like I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, why not? Try it out. So there was like a discount bundle of like a Sasha Gray discount bundle. Mm -hmm. And like I didn't know – I don't know Sasha Gray. I know her <laughs> – I actually know her from movies like uh, um, from uh, Would You Rather on Netflix now. <laughs> 
Um, and uh, Entourage. I knew, I knew her from Entourage. That's hilarious. Uh, so I was like, oh, this is... Uh... So it turns out that she's actually a porn star, too. <laughs> what? <You> know? <laughs> um, so I got this Sash Gray uh, bundle on discount, because yeah. that was just the only bundle that was discounted. Yeah. Um, so what'd you get in it? So you got the flashlight. I got the Sasha Gray uh, vagina replica. Is it what it is? Vagina replica. Yeah, vagina. yeah. They've actually done a mold of her vulva. Yeah. Yeah. Inside, it's not the same, obviously. <laughs> Unless she's got, she's ribbed for your pleasure. Um, <laughs> oh, it is. In real life. <laughs> um, but yeah, they like do a mold externally. So it's like actually her vulva on the thing. Yeah. <laughs> I know sex toys, Cody. <laughs> I'm sorry I ever questioned this. I came on this podcast assuming you knew nothing of them. <laughs> um, and then what else was in the bundle? It came with a DVD so I could uh, see her work before yeah. I uh, experienced her vagina. Yeah. Um, and then it came with a CD that was just sex sounds. <laughs> And it her, was, was her doing yeah it was audio her, her doing sex sounds doing audio like so at some point she went into a booth and they're like now mimic a, a blowjob and then it's like yeah. track one blowjob and then it's like <laughs> have some dirty talk track two yeah so yeah so like it, she's not talking through the whole thing it's just like sounds it's just like moaning and like is there foley like say the blowjob one can you hear like yeah oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I can assume that there's no way that they brought a person in a booth to do. Well, maybe they did. I mean, maybe they did. Maybe they did. But like one, it's like it like the grand finale, or no, not the grand finale, because the grand finale is like a splatter or something. Uh, but one of the last tracks is like her doing anal. Like there's uh -huh. her having sex like uh, vaginally. Yes. And then uh, anal after, and it's like, well, you're not here. You're just hearing her. So, like, I don't know. So, of course, I loaded this CD up. <laughs> yes. Into my computer. Yes. Of um, course. Almost immediately, because I needed to hear this. <laughs> and then it broke my disk drive <laughs> in my computer. It is forever in my computer. I will never get this CD It's out. still in there. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, a bad anal toy. Yeah. It's in there forever. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need to rip it. It's there for life. <laughs> if I ever try to get rid of this computer... <laughs> That's going with it. Will it still play? Yeah. Yeah, it can play. <laughs> yeah, it can play. <laughs> Which, I mean, like, if I'm just hitting space bar willy-nilly and it loading it up. <laughs> I mean, realistically, she's probably in the studio with, like, a dildo, like, filleting the dildo. Yeah. Like, probably. Because do you hear, oh, here's a question. Do you hear the other person? No, you don't hear that. Okay, then the, no, they're not there. Yeah. Yeah, it's her probably masturbating. Well, they could have had someone else on set going, shh. <laughs> don't say a word. Don't say a word. <laughs> Sasha needs you, but we don't want to hear <laughs> Yeah, the guys listening to this, the hetero het dudes, uh, cis dudes, will not want to hear a guy's moaning as well. That'll just take them right out of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Anytime, anytime they like, even for me watching porn, anytime they like suddenly do a close up of the guy's face, I'm like, don't want it. I don't want that. Yeah. <laughs> that is not what I want. Like, 
just a random reaction shot. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. What's happening? Or just like, you know, the, the porn performative <laughs> orgasm faces. Like, I just can't. Even actually, even close up of the girl's face. And then, like, you can, it's funny. You can, in some, you can, like, so it, it shows, like, a close up of the girl's face. And it shows her actually having a, her genuine authentic face and then it you can often see her click and realize the camera's on her face and then she'll start doing the performative facial gestures so you can see her actually just doing whatever in the scene and digging it or not digging it yeah and then you can see her kind of like turn on and be like oh the camera's on me and then be like oh like crazy faces (laughs) you know it's like why don't you just you, you know just don't worry about it, honey. Like you were fine before. Like <laughs> well, you, you don't, don't have like to do all these that. people's faces. Maybe you'll like the CD. <laughs> oh, so tell me. Okay, so and then a uh, uh, porn, a yeah. video porn. How many people though? Yes. Have a CD player still? I was gonna. Th- I, I was gonna say that none of my like Matt has a laptop. I have a laptop. Neither has a CD player. So. And would you play this in your car? <laughs> Yes. Oh my God. That's funny. I mean, there's a thing to be said for like audio erotica. Mm-hmm. Like, have you ever listened to like somebody reading an erotic fiction story or something like an audio in an audio format? That's cool. Yeah. It is. There's something uh, that's so funny though that it just sounds. Would I like that? I was, I'd ask to borrow it, but it's stuck in your yeah, computer. It's, um, it's <laughs> stuck in there. So the other thing was the, a regular porn that came with yeah. it, right? Yeah. Were you able to watch that before the CD got stuck in um, your laptop? I, I have DVD players, uh, but it like, I don't think I've watched it. I, I don't think, like... I mean, porn, it's like... Yeah. Unless it's some sort of special porn in some way. But, like, porn is porn. Well, it, it did come with free DVDs, too, because when you use the Adam and Eve code, I think our codes are still active. <laughs> What's the code? Um... Was it just spooked? Or in yours is just bedpost? Bedpost? Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Try them. You can probably get free DVDs. Yeah, yeah, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Free shipping. Yeah. Maybe we'll we'll get paid. I don't know. know. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) So, and then the other thing was the flashlight. Was there anything else? Uh, There was a cock ring and lube. A cock ring and lube. Do you remember what type of lube you got? No, it was just like a little. It was an Adam and Eve brand. Okay, it was okay. Like a their bottle. house lube. Yeah, it was house brand. They... <laughs> their house brand. <laughs> um, and a cock ring. Yeah. Did you try that? No, I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> what to do with the cock ring? Yeah. Um, you would use a cock ring usually with a partner, probably. I mean, you can masturbate with a cock ring. Some people find that, like, when you put it on, um, that you become more sensitive. Mm. Um. Or, I mean, but then after, as time wears on, you're going to have desensitivity, for sure. Uh, but people find that it's a better orgasm. It's like a more explosive orgasm or whatever. Yeah. So you could use that for by yourself, just masturbating. But the other, the other thing is that it keeps the, your boner hard and all that kind of stuff without you having to think about it. So it's used in partner situations. Yeah. Well, like, if for that I way. I feel like for like masturbating, you don't want it hard past when it, like you don't want it hard anymore. Yeah. Like, I mean, <laughs> well, once you ejaculate it, your boner will be gone, but, yeah. but you can, I don't know. I try it masturbating. If you still have it, do you still have it? But here's the thing. Yeah, I do. I have it. I throw it out the window. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I have it. But the thing is that I feel like, 
um, in a partner situation, yeah. then like discovering it and being like, oh, like put it on, like you know, <laughs> might be I don't fun. Know what's going on? <laughs> but if I'm like alone in my room. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like prepping to masturbate or something. I'm already feeling vulnerable, <laughs> hoping no one walks in. I'm already feeling and vulnerable. <laughs> I feel like I need to comment on it while I'm doing it. And then I'm trying to figure out a cock ring. I'm like putting it on and I'm like, I don't know how it goes. And Oh my God, it just seems like a nightmare. There's no audience, but I feel like everyone's watching. <laughs> So did you use the flashlight? I used the flashlight. What did you think? No, not for me. <laughs> Here's the thing with this flashlight. Is that, yeah, okay. So maybe when you're like <laughs> masturbating, people like hear like the the smacking sound or something like that. Yep. Um, and like for my roommates, I emphasize them. I want them to know. <laughs> but for the flashlight. I almost did a spit take. <laughs> that would have been great if it just went on my face. <laughs> it would have been like the Sasha Gray audio DVD. Would have been like last night at Oasis Sapphic Aquatica. Oh my god, we watch this. I'm not to not to be in the middle of your story, no, but no. oh my god, we watch this crazy squirting scene um, with because it was an all like femme night. Yeah. Um, and oh man. This, like, so there's, this scene is, she's going to squirt. There's a person, like, kneeling in front of her to yeah. receive it. You know what I mean? And another person, like, stimulating her, right? So we all know it's going to happen. Like, this is what's going to happen. But this <laughs> this lovely, beautiful woman squirted so hard, it went right over the girl kneeling, like an arc completely over her, missing her. Yeah. Like, completely over her, onto a table that was behind her. Full of drinks, like people's drinks. <laughs> I like to imagine that the a wall, rainbow appeared after. It was. I, <laughs> I had the perfect perspective of being like beside it. So I saw the total profile of it going completely over the lovely lady that was kneeling there. Like right over her, like a perfect arc. And oh. just hitting everything on that table behind her. It was so funny. It's just like SeaWorld. It was amazing. <laughs> Did anyone in the front row have a raincoat? <laughs> there was a definite splash zone for sure. Like no one was in front of her. It was just the oh, one hey. girl that was supposed to get hit yeah. with it. Um, we all knew to kind of yeah. give her a wide <laughs> a wide berth, <laughs> but we did not expect that. Everyone, oh my god, that's so funny. Oh, what a memory. Um, anyways, <laughs> so flashlight. Yeah. So the thing about the flashlight, like you're not hearing smacking with that. Mm. But what you're hearing is like. Air pockets. It just makes fart noises. <laughs> so you're you're like putting this thing on your penis, and it's just making fart noise. So my roommates would just think I'm gassy. I want them to know I'm masturbating. That's so much more embarrassing. I ate a burrito before I had it too, so they assumed. So they knew. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! You use lube though, right? Uh, you yeah. got to use lube with that. Yeah. I've things. tried it with lube, without lube. Without? Did that work? Uh, it, like I mean, like whatever. It both didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Let me be on record now. Both did not. Oh god. 
Uh, but e- equally unsatisfying. Yeah. Uh, ending. And uh, so I was I was telling you earlier I threw it on the ground, and then I went to go look Discarded for it, it for to bring it here today. But there was just like dirt, a hair on it, a dime. Like it was just. No one would want to see this thing. I think I just need to throw it out. Uh, yeah, probably. Can you buns it? <laughs> Can you? Oh, um, there's a market for that. Yeah. You use sex toys? Oh, my God. Oh, that is so funny. I'm crying. Tried to use sex toys. <laughs> sex toys people tried to use. <laughs> oh, God. We could put the cock ring on there. We could, yeah. put, we could, we could I think there's something here. Yeah. And it, just the thing <laughs> is that when I'm using these things, I'm alone in my room, too. <laughs> In your dirty room, what I can only think yeah. is just littered with everything. Yeah. How long so, was that flashlight on the ground there? To get all months. the dust? Months. Months. <laughs> months for sure. Oh, like yeah. if 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 the way Matt's office in my mm. in our condo uh, is any indicator of yeah. how long a thing can be on the floor for. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm I'm bad at some things. So like I keep relatively I'm organized, you know, yeah. I'm like tidy or whatever. Yeah. But some things like like this went under my dresser. Right. So like so, it was, no, it's yeah, gone. It's a lost yeah, it's gone. But one of the things I am bad at, and it explains the dime, <laughs> is that I I leave loose change on my floor. <laughs> like if if you were in my room, it's just all loose so change. So it's perfectly tidy except just loose change yeah. everywhere yeah. on the ground. <laughs> If I need to go on a streetcar, I'd look at the floor. <laughs> and I don't know why I never fix it. It's just always there. See, Matt's problem is clothes. Okay. It's clothes everywhere. He cannot. He just cannot. I'm yeah. like, here is the hamper. It's yeah. right there. It's no closer or further away than like dropping it right beside you. Like, Just angle your arm a little that way and put it there. He can't. It can't happen. It won't happen. Well, mine's like take off pants, right? <laughs> Lift pants to put in the hamper. All waterfall of loose change. <laughs> Why do you have to change in your pockets? I'm always. I don't know why people are just giving me loose change. They must think I'm homeless or something. Yeah, I think that's, that's a good. That's a good question. Oh my god, Cody! Unfortunately, we're at time. Um. <laughs> You're a comedic performer. Yeah. Why don't you tell people how to find your podcast and uh, if you want to plug anything, any shows, anything I don't know you have coming up you want to tell people about? Yeah, you can uh, go on iTunes and uh, we're uh, spooked. Uh, rate, rate us five stars while you're at it. Oh, oh don't mind if we do. <laughs> and uh, listen to the episode with Aaron on. Uh, <laughs> That's fun, actually. I had a great time. You guys took care of me because I'm not like an improviser. So, but you were doing better than all of us. <laughs> no. We're, let me make this clear: we're not improvisers either. So, if you're expecting that when you go on, no, no it's no. not improvisers doing improv. Everything you want. <laughs> yeah, everything everyone wants to see. No, it's so much fun doing that. Oh my god! Uh, and you've been fantastic here today. Well, sorry, did I interrupt you? Was there anything else you want to say? Um, I'm, Lighters in the air is going from the start of July to mid July. Yes, that's your fringe show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah talk about that just for a couple minutes. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's a musical. It's going to be at the Monarch Tavern. I think the last day is going to be July fifteenth or sixteenth. And um, yeah, there's a past guest. Uh, uh, Taylor uh, Whitaker on it from uh, Spooked. Very and cool. uh, the funny thing with that was that um, 
Taylor and I know each other for an odd reason where like people are like oh how do you two know each other already and we're like oh uh, our our uh, ex-girlfriends are best friends <laughs> nice and, <laughs> yeah. happens uh, it could have been you had the same ex-girlfriend yeah yeah, yeah. been there and yeah. then we became best friends <laughs> yeah because of that yeah yeah because yeah, that common bond you yeah. know <laughs> fuck the same person um so uh, sorry the name again of your fringe show uh, lighters in the air lighters in the air um uh, musical is it comedic probably yeah like i i think that um it's got a little bit of all of it but mm-hmm. uh, my character is definitely strictly comedic what's it about um it's a guy in his like past present and like kind of like future in music and it's all taking place in this one bar and it's all like the characters around him as he rediscovers music again very cool who wrote it or who's directing it uh chris hagan very nice very good okay awesome um let me see if there's the things i have to fucking remember um (laughs) is that the first time we swore yeah Fuck. Oh, shit. Feels good. Um, <laughs> um, uh, Cody's here, so I got to thank the Sonar Network. I uh, Check out all the other podcasts on the network, including Spooked. Um, we've got some fantastic podcasts on there. And again, you can go on the Sonar Network website. And like, if you like a guest, you can see other podcasts in the network that they've done, which is super cool. Um, I also want to thank Eggplant Media. Um, they're responsible for our, all of this like super updated uh quality uh, audio and video that you're going to see. Um, if you're listening to us on iTunes or another podcasting platform, give us a rating and reviewing like Cody mentioned. You know, a five-star uh, rating goes a long way to like help uh, us in our businesses. Um, same with if you're watching us on our new YouTube channel. You know, comment. Um, uh, subscribing is also really helpful to us. Um, if you're in Toronto and want to see the Bedpost stage show live, we do the third Friday of every month at the Social Capital Theatre at 8. And the last Tuesday day of every month at the Super Wonder Gallery at 9. Um, if you're listening to uh, us just on audio, you're going to hear original music by Stephanie Copeland, my good friend. I love her so much. And you can find out more about her at stephcopelandmusic.com. Thanks again, Cody. Uh, so uh, did you have fun? Oh, yeah. Oh, baby. <laughs> Whatever you want, baby. Um, <laughs> everyone, this has been Cody Crane. Go see his friend show. It's going to be happening. Um, we're going to air it so that we're going to, uh, you know, have it out so that everyone can enjoy your show. So I hope they go do that. And everyone that mentions uh, the Bed Post podcast during the friend show will get a free Nespresso. Nespresso. Nothing. Thanks, everybody, for listening and watching. I'm Aaron Pym, and we'll see you next week. Bye. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.